0: what's up guys it's your girl Shirley and this is a new episode of art is better where we talk about all things art and business Uh, so in this episode we are talking about how social media has changed everything for businesses and artists alike Um, and I'm really excited because on this episode I am doing my first interview yes you guys don't just have to listen to me I know I know it's I mean Who doesn't want to just hear me talk all day, right? Uh, No, actually, I don't. Okay. I would rather interview someone and, um, you know, just kind of get a a different kind of perspective on things. And so that's really. Um, what we were able to achieve. and I really enjoyed um, you know, doing this interview with uh, Christopher Thames. He is the owner of Venture In and my new business partner on a uh, new business that we are starting together that is called Rocket Power Media uh, that is going to be all about social media marketing and you know, working with local businesses in our community and, and you know, being able to help them gain exposure and to understand you know, the platforms. And basically what we're talking about on here are the same things that we're gonna be working with you know, with local businesses in our area. So um, super exciting stuff that's going on. He's doing a lot of great things within his business. Um, and a lot of things that are coming up in the future. And I was really able to pick his brain and ask him some, some questions and get his perspective. And he had some really interesting uh, answers. Um, and so I really enjoy that. And I, I hope that uh, you guys will get a lot of value. I know that I did. You know, I asked him his perspective on where he thinks that social media and art and business are going in 2018 and beyond and how they kind of all relate to each other. Um, you know, he talks about how he was a military veteran and then from there, you know, he started blogging and he, you know, basically, you know, kind of taught himself, uh, you know, as far as blogging is concerned and he went to school. Uh, and then from there he, he started working with, you know, million dollar businesses, uh, and was able to sit down with, you know, millionaires and kind of pick their brain. Uh, and then, you know, he was able to build his business, um, and establish himself you know, in the community, uh, and and now he is working uh, with different businesses that are, are members of, of of what he's doing with Venture In, um, and being able to connect, uh, you know, businesses to each other. Uh, and so there's a lot of awesome things going on. Um, and he specifically just talks about, you know, where he thinks, like I said, social media is going, um, and also how it really can uh, it's leveling the playing field for business owners. And artists and just anyone right you know social media has has really just changed the way that we talk to each other and that we communicate which was something that he really you know um talked about is 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 about um just engaging and and communicating with each other so without further ado um, we're going to go ahead and jump into the interview uh, before we do make sure to follow me on my social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram and YouTube and Twitter um, with @ShirleyCreates. Shirley creates. And on Snapchat, you can find me, Shirley D. Layer. Also, one more thing, guys. If you are on the Anchor app listening to this podcast, um, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can actually, if you look down at the bottom left-hand corner of your screen, you'll see where it says message. And you can send us a voice message on maybe any kind of um, topic you would want to hear next, any questions or any kind of input. Um, I'd really love to hear some feedback. And you can actually do that from the Anchor app if that's where you're listening. Um, And you can also, to the right, you can favorite this podcast, which means that whenever we do release any new episodes, you will be notified um, on your phone as soon as that happens. Or if you are on, you know, listening to this on an Apple podcast or um, on any kind of, you know, other different podcasts, Podcast platform um, go ahead and leave a review that would really help us to gain more exposure um, so that we can bring on other guests and uh, interviewees so just make sure if you want to um, hear anything specific to go ahead and message us and so let's go ahead and jump into the interview
1: hi Shirley
0: hey Chris what's up I, <laughs> at first I thought I was doing this wrong I'm like wait is it calling <laughs> yeah,
1: working. it's working first time for everything right
0: that's right I am excited because we are on our first interview on yeah. art is better and I am here with Christopher Thames yes. welcome to the podcast
1: excited to be here glad that I can be um, the first person for your podcast I really appreciate the invite and um, I'm looking forward to having an engaging conversation.
0: yes exactly me too it's um it's awesome too like the way that we kind of, you know, met, and uh, it was only, what, two weeks ago? Yep. Crazy. Crazy yeah. how we just hit it off and, you know, uh, basically at a business um, marketing event, a grand opening that you were actually hosting for a uh, business that is new in the Clarksville area, and um, that was for your um, your business called Venture In, and um, I'd like for you to kind of explain, you know, what you do and, and what your business is about.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And it was pretty cool how we hit it off and just kind of, you know, messed together. And ever since then, we've been, we've been working together every day. So um, I just want to say thank you um, for joining me on this mission and um, actually, you know, uh, getting together and focusing on starting a new company, which is going to be Rocket Power Media. Excited about that. A little bit about myself. Um, You know, first and foremost, um, I'm a military veteran. Um, did 10 years in the Navy um, as an engineer, um, kind of got bored. I'm just going to be honest, just kind of got bored. Felt like it really wasn't a challenge for me anymore. Wanted to be more creative. Um, loved the military. love everything that it taught me. love, you know, um, the traveling, of course. Can't beat the traveling. And most mm-hmm. important, I mean, just being able to don the uniform and put on the uniform and say, you know, that I was a part of uh, I was a part a part of that fighting fleet, so um, that's mm-hmm. the first thing about me. Um, you know, I have a military background, and then a lot of a lot of things that I do, um, as far as organizational skills, as far as teamwork, as far as uh, you know, just working projects. I really learned a vast majority of that from the military. So I got to give a big shout out to all of my veterans, all of my retired military. Um you know anybody that's currently active duty um I want to give a shout out to all of my military personnel, my brothers and sisters um um at arms so um uh, that's first and foremost um second, you know, separated from the military back in two thousand and ten um you know, kind of knew what I wanted to do, but um really didn't know fell Ooh. in love with blogging, fell in love with social media. Um, that was like really before the paid advertising came out for Facebook, Twitter, and all of those other, um, campaigns. Um, uh, don't quote me on that, but during that time period, I don't remember seeing paid advertising. So I don't even think Facebook or Twitter at that time, um, um, had an IPO or did their IPO. So, um, I don't even think that they were trading in the stock market at that time, but, um, when I first fell in love with social media, the blogging part was an immediate attachment. So anything that I said in the blog, I shared on social media. So um, basically, I, I, I I really fell in love with entrepreneurship. So by falling in love with entrepreneurship, it put me on the path to marketing because I do believe in order to be a great business person, you have to be a great marketing and sales person. So when I first saw Steve Jobs, and then I saw the first iPhone come out, um, and then I saw the iPad come out, you know, that's when, um, that's when I basically want to say Apple was dropping like a lot of different products. So I really fell in love with Steve Jobs and the way that he marketed Apple, the way that he marketed his company, and who doesn't love Steve Jobs for his for his marketing um, abilities um, mm-hmm. and the different. Products that he came out with during that time. So that really inspired me to get more into marketing. That really inspired me to learn more about marketing and advertising. So, you know, I ended up going to school, um, you know, and learning more about digital media marketing, learning more about um, web development, learning more about photography, videography, graphic design. Um, and needless to say, and Shirley already know, knows this about me that I pretty much hate graphic design Um, (laughs) and it's not because of the artistic side of it. It's because, you know, I just don't have the patience for graphic design and that's why Shirley, she basically um, just relinquishes, relinquishes all of that burden off of me to, to take over the graphic design and, and, you know, be that creative person because you really do have to have a lot of patience um, when it comes to graphic design. So, Thank you Shirley I appreciate you taking that off my plate um, but um, basically from there um, I just ended up running a blog and then using WordPress and then started actually learning more about WordPress um, and not only having that training in school for programming and having that training in school for web design and you know uh, using uh, using Adobe Dreamweaver um, and just flat out HTML, um, and flat out CSS and just learning, learning those different, um, uh, coding languages and scripting. Um, I just ended up making that connection between that and social media and saw that I can integrate my social media into my blog platform. So, um, my first blog platform was NoGimmicks.com, Um, and it was just an awesome blog on WordPress Um, WordPress really taught me about wireframe construction and creation as far as, you know, uh, setting up your navigation and just really some of those uh, website basics um, that you have to put in practice to truly understand how to build websites for other clients. So um, in doing that, um, I just kept moving with social media and then I learned how to automate Sprout Social, Mm -hmm. uh, came out behind that, not too not too much further behind. Basically, you know, me going to college and learning what I learned, um, and then while I was in college, I actually started picking up clients while I was nice. in college. Yes, I actually started picking up cl- uh, clients while I was in college. So, needless to say, I am a college dropout because they
0: I, all the all the greats usually are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and education is important. You know, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say. Uh, don't go to school. Don't get educated. Don't get your degree. Your degree is access and not everybody is the same. Not everybody has, you know, the same energy and the same. Um, I, and really, I want to say, uh, you know, just the, the, the strength just to go through things. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people is is less about skill and it's more about what you can withstand. You know, it's more about who you are as a person. Uh, And that's what I try to tell a lot of people, you know, don't fall in love with with the Mark Zuckerbergs and the Steve Jobs. Like, don't fall in love with them because they dropped out of college because that's not always the right answer. Um, But other than that, I'm trying to go back to school, you know, um, not that I I really need it for business, but it's just something personally for me that I want to accomplish. So I ended up working for a lot of different clients working for insurance companies, working for nonprofits, working for small businesses, working for just doing social media, doing blogs, doing websites. So I just hit all of these different industries from internships to full-time jobs to part-time jobs to being a consultant to getting contracted out. So um, I did that for a very long time. Um, And I've worked for newspaper organizations. I've worked for digital agencies. Um, So I've been around the block And since I've been out of the military, I've probably had maybe six or seven different jobs, maybe even more than that, um, and contracts all included. So um, a lot of moving around but still staying in the same industry and getting experience from different industries. So um, I think that's what makes me um, a better marketer is is the fact that, you know, I've had to use my mind in different ways. You know, not just from a digital agency perspective, not just from a nonprofit perspective. It was more like, okay, this is a new challenge for you. This is for an insurance company. And just people who sell insurance, it's a it's a hard job. So me marketing insurance, it really, you know, challenged me um in, in how to be successful in marketing products that you hate, you know, and making other people actually love those products. So Um, In a way, I was a propagandist because I hate insurance. I hate that industry. Um, But, you know, I think you got to be a special type of beast to work in insurance. So for me, uh, having an opportunity to market in an industry that I didn't like really pushed me to a different level. So uh, one piece of advice that I can give anybody is don't run away from a challenge. Don't run away from something that you feel like you don't want to do or you feel like you don't like because you're there for a reason and it's going to push you to a, a, a next level. So um, and even working for a credit union, I have no financial experience whatsoever, but going through that process and actually getting that experience, it really helped me out um, and, it, and, it, and it gave me a, a different perspective, um, you know, having a market for different organizations and in industries that I really didn't have any experience in. So, um, that really helped me out a lot. And I came to the point of starting venture. And after I failed with like two or three other companies, like very small companies, very small scale, I didn't have any type of bank loans or venture capitalists invest in my business. It was really grassroots, um, uh, bootstrapping. Um, and I learned a lot from those failures. So, I do understand what people mean when they say, you know, uh, fail fast. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that you should fail. But, you know, when people say fail fast, it means um, just jump in. Don't, you know, don't worry about the specifics. Just jump in, start doing what you can do. And, you know, you'll learn the rest um, as you move forward through the process. And people will come along. And show you what you need to show. What, show you what they need to show you, and teach you what they need to teach you. So um, you just gotta hang in there. But now I'm at the point with um, venture and LLC to where I have matured as an entrepreneur. I have matured as a um, corporate professional. I've been around the block. Um, I've you know been in board meetings with millionaires, and um, you know I've been in board meetings with, you know, um, people that I didn't like, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've I've been in a lot of different situations to where um, you have to look at the end goal. You know, you can't look at what's right in front of you. You can't get so emotionally focused on the people that you're working with. Your job as a marketing professional is to get the target market focused on whatever product or service it is that your that's your marketing um, and do it efficiently and create that marketing sales funnel. So you know that's that's really been my focus. And with Venture in, everything has just come full circle. Uh, Venture in, you know, is a membership based organization where we provide resources from for the underrepresented um, entrepreneur, in particular um, the military veteran. So with me being a a military veteran with Shirley, being a military veteran, we understand how difficult it is making that transition from the military, rather if you only do four years or you do 25 years, you know, it's still a difficult transition uh, from being a military veteran or being active duty, becoming a veteran and then becoming an entrepreneur. So um, that's something that's a, that's an emphasis and a focus for us. And we're actually building out a program to where we can help these military uh, veterans transition efficiently um, into an organization that establishes long-term relationships that can help them um, grow, grow a business. So, um, and it's not just the military veterans. We focus on just that underrepresented group, like women entrepreneurs, um, you know, entrepreneurs of color, entrepreneurs with, with a disability um, entrepreneurs that don't have millionaire billionaire friends and a network of people who have a lot of financial resources um, and as a matter of fact, um, less than 3% of venture capital funding um, for people of color um, in this nation, less than 3% goes mm. to that particular community. And in the state of Tennessee, out of that $50 billion pot of venture capital funding, only 1% of that $50 billion venture capital funding goes to the state of Tennessee. So, Oh, um, wow. You're looking at a huge disparity in opportunity as far as, you know, having venture capital. And a lot of people, Mm -hmm. you know, that I deal with for the most part, they have nine to fives, they have families, they have kids and, you know, they have after hours um, type of things going on. So their time and their money is precious because, um, you know, the average household income for a lot of the people that we work with is around maybe thirty five to forty thousand. And so on average, it costs about $50,000 just to get a business started. So um, basically what we do is as an organization, we provide cost-efficient marketing and business services, and we create a business ecosystem where we can depend on each other um, and not break the bank. So that's basically, um, as the founder of Venture LSC, and that's basically where I am right now. If we have something close to like 20 members, we just actually... Um, Started this organization um, back in April, I think legally um, running this organization um, in April. Um, So we just really got kicked off and we have a lot, a lot of other, you know, potential members on the horizon. Got a couple of meetings coming up um, with some members, some, you know, some interested, you know, entrepreneurs and small business owners to help them get off the ground. So um, that's basically where we are in that process. And I'm really excited that, um, Shirley, um, you know, is accompanying, uh, me on this mission and she understands how important it is. So again, I just want to say thank you for, um, bringing me on to the, to this podcast and give me an opportunity to speak.
0: Nice. Absolutely. So in a, nutshell.
1: <laughs> in a nutshell,
0: wow, you have, you've definitely, and you know, it's funny cause we kind of have uh, similar experiences, um, as far as you know, being in the military, and then you know, as soon as we got out of the military, we kind of were trying to like find out what 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 was that thing that really drove us. Um, and so, and and I I attribute a lot of things. Actually, I just made a post yesterday on my Instagram because when I was deployed, like I got I had my first laptop, you know, and that's when I started like getting into editing. But I had like the most basic Photoshop uh, software you could think of. Um, but it, you know, had it not been for the military, I would have not gotten some of the opportunities that i got, you know, I wouldn't have started, you know, my printing, my design and printing business. And, um, I didn't go to school though. Um, but I do agree with you with, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunities in school that you can get as far as like, you know, maybe trying different majors. Like I know a guy that is an amazing artist and he's in in Philly and, um, he, he was majoring in like photography and then ended up switching it and went to like um, painting and visual art and, right. and that, and he got his own store and like killing it on Instagram um, which is what I kind of want to lead into next, um, especially talking about, you know, how we're starting the social media uh, agency and we're going to be, you know, helping small businesses um, and, and even, you know, people that are trying to build like their personal brand, they might not, exactly understand you know the power of social media um because like what me and you were saying even in in 2009 you're absolutely right 2010 when we were blogging Facebook wasn't as huge as it is now you know like the paid advertising platform now is incredibly powerful and and the amount of of like influencers and like normal people that don't have expensive equipment, aren't Hollywood actors or celebrities and that are becoming, you know, almost to that level via social media has never been, it's never been like this in the history of our, you know, nation or world or or any of this, you know, it's it's just crazy how much power there is um, with, you know, our phones. Like right now we're connecting on a podcast from our phones. Exactly. You know? Awesome. And um, so I think um, what what I want to ask next is is basically like, you know, how, how do you think social media has been able to um, or impacts just the normal person that maybe has a small business or is an artist? Because, you know, the name of the podcast is Art is Better, um, which doesn't, it's not just specifically about art, but it's more like the s- social media and the way that it works is is basically you know for a person that's a videographer they can help a small business owner for instance or if you're a business owner and you you know want to learn how to you know edit videos or how to take pictures the right way it kind of has to do with art it's all encompassing right um so what would you um how do you think social media has really impacted us as far as you know what a business or uh, someone that's trying to grow their brand um, has done?
1: Wow. Um, Social media, man, is, man, um, it just in so many words, social media itself has leveled the playing field for smaller brands and larger brands. Right. Uh, It's a, it's a, it's a level. It's a, it's a, a playing field leveler. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, <True. laughs> I, I mean, and what it does is it just you know it connects everybody you know it connects people to people um and i think you know where a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs fall short is that they don't understand that in social media in order to grow your personal brand or grow your business or grow as an entrepreneur that everything is dependent on conversation. Mm. Um, And I think that once you get that in your head, that everything is a conversation, everything is about adding value, you know, you will find much more return on investment, or you will find a higher return on investment when you start really engaging. Um, And that's what I see with a lot of, you know, smaller businesses or different brands. They think that social media is this magical unicorn. You create a Facebook <laughs> account and then it just kind of does its own thing. But
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: a lot of work that goes into social media. And, you know, one of the harder things about social media, I'm going to say, is that, um, you know, for every brand and in every industry is different because it's dependent on your demographics. It's, it's dependent on your target market is depending on your bandwidth um, as a person. It's depending on how you conversate and how you engage. So what might work for one company might not work for the next company, because mm-hmm. it's, it's really dependent on who you are as a person, how you communicate, who you communicate with. Um, and it's a lot of different factors in that, which is which is, you know, the reason why You hear some people say, well, my social media is not working for me. And that may be because you're not a conversationalist. You're not the type of person that engages with other people or may have, you know, a lack of, uh, you know, social intelligence when it comes to communicating with other people. So, um, you know, I think for a lot of businesses, a lot of entrepreneurs, um, you really have to take a, a good look in the mirror. I think you really have to look at yourself and say, is this something that I can really do conversation wise? And if it's not something that you can do conversation wise, then you need to make an investment and hire somebody who can help you do that. Otherwise, you doing social media is not going to work. You taking a post, taking a link, slapping it, slapping it up on Facebook, on your business page. It's not going to get people engaged you have to Mm -hmm. encourage conversation um and it's a full-time job it's full-time work um but social media for me has definitely you know um gave me an opportunity to research organizations from a marketing perspective it's given me an Mm -hmm. opportunity to connect with brands and connect with um you know industry professionals Otherwise, that I wouldn't be able to connect with, you know, people in California, people in New York, being able to connect with people in London, just all across the globe. Um, And as long as you speak their language, um, like literally speak their language, you can communicate with them and you can, you know, kind of evaluate what they do and how they do it. And it's just things that you can learn from their brands, you know, Um, without social media, I would have never known about Gary V, you know. I would yeah. have done everything <laughs> Love Gary. and Vayner Media and what that's about. So from the social media perspective, he has definitely, you know, maximized the potential of social media and what it does and how it operates. So um, you know, he's a great example. It's a lot of things that I learned from him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I know some of the things that he does I can't do, you know, that it mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't work for my brand. So Um, you know, and I think you just have to learn with social media, what works for your brand, what doesn't work for your brand, what works for your professional brand, what doesn't work for your professional brand. But then at the same time, before you even get to that point, you have to look at yourself and see what type of individual you are and professionally brand yourself first, engage in conversation, social media, the, the foundation of being successful in social media is conversation. It's not
0: mm-hmm.
1: post just posting a video. It's not just posting a nice picture. You know, those are nice gestures, but it's really that conversation, knowing which hashtags to use. So for me, it has dramatically changed the way that I do business. It has dramatically um given me a leg up on some of these mid-sized and, and large local brands. You know, um, it has given me an opportunity to compete um on their level. And at the same time, you know, still be able to learn from those larger brands. So um, it it is definitely a competitive advantage tool um, for my business. So and for a lot of other businesses as well, if they're engaging in conversation, if they're, you know, technically doing a tweet the right way or technically using a hashtag the way that it needs to be used. And they understand each platform and every platform is not for you. You know, mm-hmm. you may be great on, on Facebook, but be ter- terrible on Twitter. You know, so yeah, play to your strength in right. social
0: media.
1: <laughs> yeah, play to your strength in social media. You know, you don't right. have to be on every platform. Play to your strength and play and play to the strength of your brand. So, um, you know, uh, like I said, social media is, is, is definitely, you know, leveling the playing field and, you know, giving smaller brands and entrepreneurs the opportunity um, to compete in the market.
0: Yeah, I, I love that answer because, um, you know, to be honest, like, we, you know, what you were saying about conversation and even like myself, um, because my my favorite is Instagram. And, uh, you know, it's mainly because I'm, I'm an artist and I'm able to, you know, post up, you know, designs or, or videos. Um, and I really like I don't get Twitter yet. You know, like I understand the whole conversation and you're totally right. It's it is all about engagement. Like you can post you know the most quality video and picture, but if you're not really engaging and you're not going and liking other people's stuff, or like uh actually Gary Vaynerchuk, one of his um, strategies on Instagram is is the dollar eighty strategy, um, which I love this strategy and and basically he says that you know you you find the top hashtags that you are targeting. So you know if if I'm an artist, then I would type in. Um, nine main hashtags and then I would go into the hashtag and find the nine posts that are at the top of that and
1: what? then what
0: you do is you engage with those top nine posts and you just comment and you leave your two cents right so and then then, then that leads up to a dollar 80 and it's like oh my god that's so smart because if you are constantly engaging every day your profile is going to show up you know, in the comments and that makes people, you know, click on your profile and eventually it leads back to your page, which gets you discovered. Um, so yeah, you're you're so right about that. Um, and it's actually something I need to work on. It's definitely about conversation uh, and, it, and it really levels the playing field because, you know, everyone is on social media. That's where everyone's attention is these days. Like it's not on TV, you know, the, the TV ratings have gone down. I don't even, I don't know the actual numbers, but everyone is is on mobile like that's where everyone's attention is today. Yeah. Um so well, now would you say um uh here's another question then like as far as art is concerned and as far as like quality do right. you think that it is important that businesses invest in you know quality content creators. So if they you know if it's a business that doesn't know how to do video editing or they don't know how to create um, you know, the the digital designs. Is that something that businesses should, you know, look for and reach out to, um, you know, to promote themselves?
1: Absolutely. Um, and I'll just go back to this one quote. <clears throat> your first impression is your last impression. Right. You know, and I think that that just kind of sums it up. Um, yeah. If you're putting out crappy photos, if you're putting out, you know, terrible videos that are shaky and you know uh, the quality of it is bad, and you know you you really don't know what you're doing. And I'm not saying don't try. Maybe you know, maybe you need to someone that will be able to give you the help and give you to provide you with the assistance that you need um, to kind of guide you on what is good content, what is content that gets people attention, what is and just besides the basics of pixelation and you know um video that is engaging just besides those basics like it's 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 more to to the art than just that is you know um is your brand relevant from platform to platform can i recognize you from one platform to the next if i go to facebook and then i go to your website is you know the content that you're putting out on facebook um reflecting the content that you have on your website I right. think, you know, that's just that branding part of it, you know, um, even from a public relations aspect. Um, are your photos, are your videos, are your graphic designs a true reflection of your mission, a true, ref- uh, a true reflection of, you know, your brand? So, before people would do business with you, you know, the first thing they're going to look at, they're going to look at the quality of your own work. You know, they're not going to look at, you know, the clients that you serve. They're going to look at, Your website, they're going to look at your photos, your videos, and they're going to say, well, if they can't do it for for themselves, then how are they going to do it for me? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and that's just from a designer aspect, just as a business. Let's say you was just like a mom and pop spot, you know, um, and, you know, I understand that it it costs money. You know, you Mm got to have some type of marketing budget set aside. But marketing is not a cost. It's an investment. You know, right. a lot of people look at marketing like it's a cost, but what marketing does is if you have really good marketing and really beautiful artwork and videos, you know, what it does is it's something that is consistent. Like you don't have to change, you know, um, your videos and your photography just brand wise, you know, every day or every week. Um, I think maybe for your first three or four years, your branding can be consistent if it's really good artwork involved in that process. So, um, you know, once you pay for it, it's paid for. Um, So that's why you see people spending 10, 15, $50,000, $100,000, millions of dollars on marketing. Um, You know, depending on your company size, you see people spending a lot of money on great artwork, great photography, great graphic design, excellent videos, because that type of content is reusable you can reuse it over time. It's not just, you know, you use it once and then uh, I got to, you know, I absolutely have to have a new design each time. If it's great content, you know, and you're doing something consistent, like a podcast, you can use that same artwork. If it's just something consistent that you do for a workshop or something consistent that you do for social media, you can reuse those graphic designs and those videos and that artwork. So the value of it is what you put into it you know the value of it is you know how you can reuse that content um you know the same thing with writing to me writing is an art so you know if you have some really good blog content some really engaging blog content with some beautiful photos some beautiful videos some you know some nice uh embeds from facebook or twitter that reflects your your brand and reflects that, reflects that artwork, you know, um, it's something that can last you for three to five years at a time until you feel like you're ready to rebrand. Um, And then when you rebrand, you just reinvest and based off of the artwork that you've been using um, for your brand reputation, um, you will get some solid analytics on, okay, if we're going to rebrand, how do we need to rebrand or what type of new artwork do we want to bring to the table? So just having that good quality artwork, it sets the tone for your business in so many different ways. Um, and you cannot, you cannot go around it. Like you have to make that investment because your first impression is your last impression. Right.
0: Right. I love that. Yeah, that's that's so true. Especially, you know, being everywhere and being consistent on all the platforms because it's so easy to switch from a Facebook page to an Instagram page and you'll say like, wait, this doesn't look the same. It's not, it's not uniform. Um, and people, I mean, they catch on quick to that. Uh, so yeah, that's very true. Now, so would you say that, um, you know, as far as, uh, I like to, I've talked about it before on this podcast, but, you know, artists, I think that social media really levels the playing field for business owners and artists alike, um, just because like, you know, before, you know, we're so used to back in the day, the the starving artist, um, you know, theme and, and how it was so hard to be recognized unless you were like in a gallery, or, you know, you were doing work for, you know, higher paying clients and your stuff was on TV, but I I also think that it opens the doors for like maybe young artists that, you know, aren't sure where to go as far as, um, you know, trying to work for a magazine or trying to work with a company. This kind of opens the doors for um, artists maybe to work with local businesses in their area and and maybe see if they can do some sort of design work for, for these businesses or work with brands. Would you agree that, you know, if an artist has their own social media platform, they should probably be uploading their work and seeing if they could connect with with local businesses and seeing if they can work with them?
1: Um, I definitely, um, you know, agree that artists should upload their work. But at the same time, you know, with social media, um, something that I see a lot of artists failing to do, uh, Mm -hmm. which is watermarking their work, because... Your work can just easily be snatched off of social media. It's not something to fear if you watermark your work. Just make sure, you know, you're watermarking your work because what I've seen on social media a lot of times is that some concepts and some styles and, um, you know, they'll they'll get copycatted and then there will be this big legal dispute uh, because somebody took their artwork, copycatted it, and, you know, and even just flat out stole the artwork. So I'm definitely going to say uh, watermark your work, uh, you know, and, and protect yourself. If somebody grabs one of your photos or, uh, you know, is trying to use your content, uh, definitely, you know, watermark and safeguard your work. Second of all, you know, know who is looking at your work. Know, you know, um, how to protect your work online. Um, as well, and I'm going to say That's that's really the biggest thing um, It is beneficial But at the same time You definitely have to cover your six As an artist um, You know, so Keep that in mind When you're uploading your artwork to social media That It is, once you upload that Artwork to social media To a certain degree It's no longer your artwork, if that makes any sense You're uploading it yeah. to a social media platform um, so you do have to you know be realistic and be aware that you know somebody might see your concept or they might see your style and they might try to bite your style or bite your concept but you know nobody can really copy the original you will know what the original is um,
0: but at the same
1: time if you put your artwork on a billboard it can be copied too if you put your artwork in a gallery and someone takes a photo they can copy your style so, you know, I'm not saying don't use social media. I'm saying really protect your work by watermarking um, what you put out on social media. So I definitely agree that social media is a great platform, especially Instagram and Pinterest, because they are photo based platforms. But I'm definitely I'm definitely also going to, to, to tell you to protect your work. Um, but having a portfolio on social media Um, It can help you to blow up immediately. Um, I've seen people become stars overnight um, using YouTube and posting their videos and posting their artwork. um, But they do put the necessary precautions in place to also protect their protect their uh, intellectual property as well. So that's my that's my feedback on that
0: right right yeah and i I definitely agree i actually (laughs) i just uploaded something on my uh, instagram and i made sure to put you know my hash my handle that way if somebody does try to repost it which it happens actually a lot um as far as reposting uh because there's there's like my for instance i have an art featuring page and so what i do is i find art um you know all over instagram video or, or picture and we repost it on our art page uh, but we always make sure to credit the artist, you know, and it goes right. back to their page and, and things of that nature. But yeah, it still definitely happens, um, you know. So always just make sure to watermark it. Uh, and there's also free, you know, like a free website. It's called uh, MyO's.com, and you can actually upload. Yep. I think it's like a hundred original works um, for free, and it's mm-hmm. a free copyright. So wow. that's something. Yeah, it's that's pretty. It's pretty powerful. It's something you can do too. Um, but I mean, it's, I think it's awesome because I feel like, you know, there are art pages that have been seen by brands and what will end up happening is they'll end up commissioning them to do work for them because that brand and that artist, they have similar styles mm-hmm. or themes. And so they end up, you know, wanting to work with them because of what they've, what they've put online. So I think that that's like super powerful because it just didn't exist before, you know, if, if you were an artist, you kind of did it at home or, or in a studio, but you weren't able to share it the way that it can be shared now. Um, and same for businesses. Now there's more of a variety to choose from and, and you don't have to, you know, necessarily hire this person to, to be your uh, art department or whatever. You can just kind of commission them out. Um, right. so I think it, I think it works both ways. So yeah, I love that. Um, oh. So, okay, this is this is going to be a loaded question for you. <laughs> but I think I think that you'll you'll be able to answer this eloquently. Okay. Um where do you see art and business going from 2018 and beyond? Wow. Ooh, man. And social media. Let me throw social media in there too cuz it all kind of goes together.
1: going. Um, like do you see any
0: trends or like themes or do you feel like something's gonna blow like how do you feel about it
1: um from 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 my perspective and what i'm seeing um mm-hmm. one platform that is definitely on the right track and leading that artistic social media revolution is canva um mm-hmm. i canva. think
0: canva.
1: that canva is a company that allows people to be artists who are not career artists i think I like that. art and business um, is becoming more i guess i want to say automated in a way mm. to where you don't have to be a well-known artist and you don't have to be a career artist to have good quality content so as far as the future is concerned i think Canva and companies like Canva that help non-designers design well. Um, And I think as that technology becomes more intelligent, um, it will help brands to be more competitive as far as artwork is concerned in the future. So you're gonna start to see a blurred line between smaller brands and larger brands in relation to artwork. Um, I think the access to artwork, the access to stock imagery the access to um, professional photographers and, you know, people just using their phones in conjunction with Canva and in conjunction with all of these different high power uh, applications, you're going to start to see a blur in the industry. You're not going to really know online just by looking how big a business is, unless you're looking at likes or the amount of comments Or something like that but just based on the visual that 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 line is starting to become even more blurred because now you're seeing individuals who are just who are career artists and they look better than big brands they look better than some million dollar billion dollar brands because they understand the power of applications like canva they understand the power of applications such as the Adobe Creative uh, Suite—they understand how to take all of those different powerful applications and combine those mediums between, you know, just the the visual art from scratch paper all the way up to the digital graphic animation um, using applications. So um, you're starting—you're you're starting to see a blur as far as the brand is concerned as far as the quality of brands um, are concerned. And I think in the future, like I said, organizations like Canva and, and, or, and, you know, organizations such as Adobe will further blur that line in the future to where um, from art to business, you know, you can have people who don't have a lot of experience as a career artist, being able to take a concept or take a thought and translate that thought and a concept with, you know, these iPhones, which are powerful, which are, like, killing DSLRs right now. (laughs) So, you know, you don't even really need, like, a digital camera, Mm -hmm. like, anymore. So that industry is like Kodak. It's like film. It's kind of, Mm -hmm. it's kind of being challenged right now. Um, And people are making movies on their phones, you know, and of Mm -hmm. course, making a movie, that's art, you know, being able to being able to have the right visuals at at the right time. So um, those lines are becoming blurred and things are getting more professional, even from the novice level. So for the artist, the artist has to be even more creative. The artist has to be better than Mm -hmm. like, you have to really stand out, especially with the usage of social media and these high power you know, applications and you see stuff and you be like, wow, who created that? Oh, I just did that in Canva five minutes ago. What? You know, you put all this together in Canva five minutes ago, like this would, would have taken me like two weeks, you know, as a non-artist, you know, as a non-career artist. You know, I think everybody got art in them. And I and I really think it's about, it's about how you view the world. You know, it's your perspective on how you view the world. And I think perspective is art. And if you're the type of person you have, you're you're connected, you know, and you have a different type of perspective that actually, you know, pulls heartstrings or, you know, does something that can relate to a lot of different people. You have an opportunity as a non-career artist to be competitive. So um, artists really have to step their game up uh, These with these high power applications and, you know, these free platforms coming out and just, you know, really blowing, really blowing tradition out of the water. So um, you really have to, I think, hold on to some of those traditional values, but you definitely have to learn how to move forward in using these high power applications in order to stay competitive with the novice. So that's, that's pretty much my take on it. Did I answer the question? <laughs> oh,
0: yes. No, I, um, I love the, the way. Yeah. Like, the The viewpoint that you have, like your perception on it, that's really dope because I actually use canva, um, and it's something that I've talked about like on my youtube, and i've I've you know talked to other business owners because it's true. You know, I feel like every one of us is an artist in some way, shape or form. even even if you're a lawyer and you feel like you have not one you know creative bone in your body, at the end of the day, you can still envision something. Um, right. and you're totally right because applications like Canva or like, uh, you know, these, these video editing apps on our phones, um, they can literally look like they were done by a professional and it took you maybe five minutes. Um, exactly. And I think it, you're right. It's so powerful how it's not only leveling the playing field for businesses, but also, you know, just for the the normal person that might not have been able to create something like this before, or, um, you know, they they didn't have the the expertise. But the application is making it so much easier. Um, right. So yeah, that's super true. Like, and and even with even if you are someone that is really good at, uh, and this is something that I see all the time on like Instagram. Um, I see really really good artists. Um, but then I see artists that are, they're okay, as far as like their artistic, you know, drawing capabilities, but they're really unique in their presentation. Like they're super, the way that they present their video or their picture is just something that's different from the other 10 people that are doing the exact same thing. Right. Um, and I, I just love that. Like, I think that, I mean, there's just the opportunity is, is crazy. I can't wait to see what's what's coming. Um, And yeah, yeah, I I really like how, you know, the, when you're talking about Canva um, and all these other apps. Um, So final question. Um, (laughs) So if you knew what you know now about like art, business, social media, and you could talk to your past self, how would you like, how would you prepare yourself to take advantage of it? As soon as it like, as soon as, you know, um, Facebook started incorporating their ads and Instagram with the video, what would you have done? Would you have done anything differently?
1: Man, absolutely. And I kick myself, you know, every day. (laughs) You know, uh, first and foremost, I was just having this conversation uh, with a business acquaintance yesterday, Mm -hmm. just as far as investing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like if you see a brand taking off and you see a brand, doing something that you love to do and doing something that all of your friends and all of your family uh, members and, you know, all of your your uh, business acquaintances, if you're seeing a brand doing something that everybody loves, invest. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I kick myself every day for not getting an Apple stop. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there that kick themselves every day for having the money at that time when it was affordable for the average Joe to buy Apple stock, you know, buy a couple of shares, and you know, and invest. I would say if you see a company now that are doing great things, um, you know, and you've actually been a customer of that company, invest, 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 invest. Um, that's something that I feel that I that, at, um, that I'm trying to I'm trying to um, put a little bit more focus and emphasis on in my life is that if I see a brand doing something great and I love what they're doing and they're doing good business and I patron that business, my friends, my family, uh, my business partners, and, and, you know, people are in my circle. They enjoy that service as well. That means it's someone else in another city, in another country, in another place that actually shares, you know, My perspective on that company So you don't need to know that um, You know During a certain time of the year When certain technology Hits the market that you need to invest In it you know like You're using this stuff all the time So I would say From that perspective You know um, when it comes to Social media when it comes to technology When it comes to anything That You can buy a share of that you should do it. Um, you should invest. That's what I would tell my my past self, um, with my current self. That if you see something you love, and a lot of people around you love it, um, then you should invest in it one way or another. Even if it's not buying a share, even if it's just being a, a, a you know a loyal customer mm. to a particular brand or to a particular organization. Um, that you love, your friends love, your family members love. It's so many different ways to take advantage of a brand that you love. It's affiliate marketing, um, it's discounts, it's like it's so many different ways um, to channel what it is that that brand does to what you do. And I think right. really that's the biggest key um, invest and not just monetarily invest um, in something that's gonna connect you to your passion. Like Mm -hmm. invest in a piece of technology that's going to connect you to what you feel your passion is and what you feel your life mission is and establish a relationship with a brand. Let that brand know that you know them, you know, Mm -hmm. let that brand know that you spend money with them and that you love their products and you care about their product. Isn't that the wrong with being a customer? If it's connecting you to your passion, if it's connecting you, to grow your business or to grow as a professional, like really engage with these brands um, because no matter how you look at it, it's a long-term investment, rather if it's monetary or if it's something that connects you to your passion. So that's something that I would definitely tell my past self. um, And I'm, I'm actually working on it today. Now that I don't have as much time, it's harder for me to do it, but, um, I think I really invest like now, you know, I really invest myself in other brands. I really invest myself in other people. Um, and I really learn how to do that and find the value in it. Um, and I'm learning more and more and more just how to approach brands that I love, you know, invest in brands that I love. Um, uh, and making sure that there is some type of uh some type of return on investment for the passion that I have for a particular brand. So that's something I definitely would tell myself in relation to art, in relation to business, in relation to technology, social media. Like I wish I would have invested myself a little bit more in some of these top brands now um, that I didn't. Wow.
0: That's, that's actually, that's so, yeah, that's dope. Like, oh man, I'm writing down notes. Like I'm literally writing down (laughs) notes. From our conversation, because that's so powerful, Um, you know, and especially how easy it is to connect with these brands and let them know that, you know, of them, you know, all it takes is, is a tag, you know, or a like or or a comment or, you know, and you could even create, I don't know, uh, if you're an artist, you can create a piece of artwork that represents that brand. Or if you're a business owner, you can create some sort of a post that commends them or something like yeah that's that's really cool and and then that could eventually lead like if they have a following they could repost it on their page and then in turn yeah wow that's That's awesome
1: what was that that's how influencers are made through other brands
0: exactly yep through shout outs and and reposts it's crazy it's just oh my gosh it's so powerful what what social media has enabled us to do. It's yes. just, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, I'm excited. Oh my God. I had a really, this was really cool. It was <laughs> it was really awesome interviewing someone and seeing their viewpoints on it. Um, because like for some of the questions I was just like, wow, I didn't think of that.
1: <laughs> That's what's that was on a podcast. So yes. Know, see other people's perspective, even though, even though we talk every day, like, this is different because it's, a, it's mm-hmm. you know, a, a conversation about, you know, something that we both love and something that, you know, I know you really have a passion for. So uh, being able to give you like my just different perspective on it, you know, uh, and just answering the questions really brought stuff out of me, you know, that I don't think about on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, your podcast is really giving me an opportunity to reflect on things that I really need to be doing just from a, from a personal perspective. So, you know, it's not just business. It's not just, you know, making an investment. It's also, you know, what is my perspective? How do, how do I connect, you know, my perspective to my passion? So Mm -hmm. I really, really appreciate the opportunity to uh, come on to your, you know, your first ever podcast, like interview. So, and uh, yes. Hope that I hope people will be able to follow this, and if not, do it better. So, uh, so the po- the podcast can be consistent across the board. Um, yes,
0: so, yeah. exactly. Well, I appreciate you so much for coming on because I really enjoyed it, um, and you know that it just kind of gave me an insight too of what to expect. Um because I know from doing this, I'll just be able to grow also, you know as a as a person, as a business uh, owner, as an artist, as a marketer, as all these things. So I really appreciate you taking the time too. Um, and I'll just as a last thought, where can people find you um, and what do you have going on that you want people to know about coming up next?
1: Okay, um, well, right now we're trying to um, put together a uh, a community like barbecue for you know, small businesses, entrepreneurs, um, you know, for uh, back to school. And uh, we're trying to help put some brands out there, put some entrepreneurs and some smaller brands out there uh, where they can come out, set up a tent, set up a table, do a couple corporate sponsorships so we can give back to the community um, before school starts through purchasing backpacks and supplies um, for kids. So um, that's coming up um, at the end. That's of the-
0: Clarksville, the- right?
1: Right. In Clarksville, Tennessee. We're planning that um in Clarksville, Tennessee in the end of July. Um you can find me on um venturen dot co. That's V-N dot, excuse me. That's V-E-N-T-U-R-E-I-N dot C O. And you can also um email me at info at venturen dot co. Um and those are the best places to to basically find me um if you're looking for me. So uh, things in the future we're just looking to help entrepreneurs grow and you know grow small businesses and grow brands and help nonprofits and remain cost-efficient um, you know with our marketing and business services and and create networking opportunities so that's basically where where I am right now
0: awesome awesome yes there's a lot of big things in the works and yeah. I know that we both are going to come together and make it awesome. So I'm okay. super excited.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Power Media. Oh. Rocket Power Media. So that's coming down the pipeline. Stay tuned for that. Uh, that should be we should be rolling with that um uh, before the end of June. So uh we yes. should be rolling rolling so which is Rocket Power Media, which is uh online just just for your listeners information, which is just strictly online um marketing online pay advertising so we're trying to help uh you know individuals small business owners entrepreneurs consultants just maximize their value just straight from the online perspective so that's coming down the line.
0: nice exactly yeah guys and and we'll let you know you know when when that rolls out um so chris thank you so much for uh joining me on the podcast i really appreciate you know, your honesty with these answers and um, I got, I, I got a ton of value. So I hope that everyone else got value as well.
1: Awesome. I appreciate the opportunity
0: and thank you again. All right, guys, again, thank you so much for joining. I hope that you uh, got some value out of this uh, episode with Chris Thames. Um, Again, his website is VentureIn.co. And also, again, if you have any kind of requests, suggestions, um, or maybe you just want to say hi, make sure that if you're in the Anchor app, you can actually on the bottom left corner, you can send us a voice message. I definitely would love any kind of feedback um, so that we can make this podcast as valuable as possible to our listeners. Um, and also, once again, you can find me on social media, my Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter are Shirley creates. Uh, and you can also find me on Snapchat. That's Shirley D layer. And if you are an artist that would like to share, um, any kind of artwork, you can also, um, reach me on my art sharing page on Instagram. And that is art on the gram underscore. So thanks again, be bold, be passionate, be you take care.